listening to the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a New Zealander living her best life in Fukushima, Japan. I'm a podcast consultant and the creator of Pod Launch with Jane, a system that helps you create your dream podcast without all the drama and hassle, leaving you more free time to do the things you love to do. This show is for people who want to hear stories of women who are doing amazing things here in Japan and across the world. You'll find loads of inspiration for how you can live your best life wherever you are. I'm glad you're here. Let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to the 100th episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a coach for women here in northern Japan, specifically Fukushima Prefecture. I'm so excited to be here talking to you 100 episodes in. It's amazing. I cannot believe that I'm actually here. So on the 6th of March in 2018, I released the first episode called, Are You Living the Dream? And this episode was recorded from my mother's guest bedroom single closet. So what I mean by single is it's not a walk-in closet, which is kind of considered standard these days. It was just a single-size closet. And in this closet was a pile of blankets and pillows, which I sat on. I closed the door, sat there in the dark, and recorded the first quite a few episodes actually it was probably three or four episodes from New Zealand in there with my iPhone and my uh, iPhone <laughs> headphones that have a little microphone on them and that was how I created the first episode of this podcast so I had to go back and and force myself to listen to this first episode which I have to say was a little bit cringeworthy but I'm glad I did go back and listen, actually, because I was talking about what my life was like, like uh, was like back then in 2018, which was just three years ago. But a lot has happened, even in just the last year, a lot has happened. So over the last three years, a huge amount has happened. And at that time, I was just starting out on my journey to find my dream life, which was the inspiration for the title, Are You Living the Dream? And part of that dream life was that I would spend more time in New Zealand with my family and I was giving my children a chance to have some English education as well as being in this very Japanese environment that we have in our daily life in Japan. And up till that time, I had trapped myself in Japan with the schedule that I had with the jobs I was doing, I wasn't trapped. I had trapped myself. And so I went through this process of freeing myself and freeing myself from the things on my schedule that kept me trapped in Japan so that I couldn't travel to see my family or spend summers with my children in New Zealand, which, you know, is much more pleasant than being in Japan when it's so, so hot. So at that time, in March 2018, so yeah, almost exactly three years ago, I was just beginning to discover the power of my own actions, the power of setting boundaries, and of trying new things. So I'm very proud of myself, actually, for 
getting in there and doing that first episode because I know that especially now that I'm working as a podcast consultant and a podcast coach for some of my clients that doing that first episode can really be a stumbling block and it can really be something that people are nervous about and worried about and it takes a lot of guts to do. So yeah, well done me of three years ago for doing that. In the episode, I do a really big cough at one point, which I didn't edit out. And I also say, um, so yeah, a lot as well. <laughs> yeah, that was that was what I had to do to get the episode out. I just spoke in the dark. I had no notes because I was sitting in the dark. I couldn't read them anyway. So I just spoke from what from my yeah from my heart about something that I thought was important at the time. So here we are. Yeah, 100 episodes later and I'm so glad that you're here and you're listening and thank you for following along on this journey towards my dream life which is still going on and which inspired the name of this podcast Transformations with Jane. So some of the highlights of things that have happened during the last 10 uh, not 10 100 episodes have been, for example, interviewing some of the many amazing women living in Japan. And if you scroll through the episodes, you'll just see so many women doing things that make a difference, things that are not just being stuck in this box of being an English teacher, or perhaps they are an English teacher, but they're putting their own spin on it and they're making it work for them. They're yeah, they're getting out there, they are creating businesses, they are traveling, they are enjoying their lives in Japan. So yeah, if you scroll through my uh, my long list of episodes, it keeps getting longer and longer, you'll find some really amazing inspirational women in there. One of the other highlights has been creating connections with people who I would never have got a chance to talk to otherwise. And it's been with the excuse or the reason of this podcast that I've gotten to know them better. And that has then gone on to create something else. Um, and an amazing example of that is for is the guest I had last week, Catherine O'Connell. I didn't know her very well back when I first interviewed her nearly three years ago. And but having spent that time spending that time together and chatting and getting to know each other through the podcast really yeah really set our relationship on another another path forward and i'm very grateful to call her one of my friends so in that first episode i talk about the ongoing journey i was just starting of finding my way to this dream life and I would talk a little bit about that, what that dream life looked like to me back then. And I'm really, really like, well, actually, I'll just recap some of the main points of that dream life, which was basically it had me getting up in the morning and going for a run by this lake with beautiful mountains in the background. And it had a lot of me not cooking any food and my husband cooking it all and doing work that I liked, and being flexible, and spending time outside in this beautiful place with beautiful nature. So that is not, that that picture that I had in my head in this dream life is not where I live currently, 
but I think I've located where that may be in the world. So I can definitely see that my life is moving closer and closer to this dream life that I've been thinking about since before 2018. Yeah, so uh, let's see. Oh, one thing, one other thing I was talking about in, the, in there is the retreats I was hosting at that time. So it seems like a long time ago that I used to either help people to host their own retreat or host my own retreats and have people uh, meet me in places like Okinawa or Kyoto or even come here to Fukushima for them as well. And, you know, given that now we live with the coronavirus and we're not really doing retreats at the moment, it's lucky that I didn't put all my eggs in one basket with just doing retreats. But at that time, that was me doing my best work, it was doing my what I felt was my zone of genius. But after a while, I realized, wow, actually, that's my zone of genius is not the actual organization of the retreats. It's creating the, it's just the creating the idea of bringing people together. And in this case, it's a physical, and a, at a location. But even with the coronavirus happening and not being able to do that, I can still create something similar, but perhaps it's online and it's through this podcast. So yeah, for now, I'm continuing with the podcasting and focusing on that. So when we moved back to Japan at the start of this year, that was just three months ago, I gave myself permission to just focus on one thing for the year and to see what would happen if I did that. And so far we are, <laughs> we're up to April now. So it's been going really, really well. This amazing wacky idea of just focusing on one thing. At the time, that is exactly what I needed. I just needed to take the pressure off of going through, you know, having multiple streams to my business, for example, coaching people or running retreats and doing a podcast and helping people launch their podcast. It was a little bit too much, probably even at the best of times. So giving myself permission to focus on one thing and yeah, see how far you can go with that one thing is a little bit exciting and very, very interesting. So if you see me getting off track and doing other things that aren't technically related to podcasting, then yeah, please just give me a bit of a uh, a smack on the hand, <laughs> or send me a message and say, "Hey, stay in your lane." So yeah, I'm I'm naming and claiming the lane of podcasting this year and things to do with podcasting. So whether that's helping other people with their podcasts, or perhaps I'm thinking of actually having a live event later on in the year if it's possible that gathers together people who are podcasting as well, or people who want to start podcasting, or people who just love podcasts and want to come and meet some of their favorite podcast hosts in the flesh, potentially here in Fukushima. So yeah, keep your calendars free in October. I think I thought it was October the 17th or something that weekend. I can't find the date just now. But anyway, it's yeah, it's going to be in October because <laughs> October is a magical month when everything's going to be fine. Let's cross our fingers for that. Yeah, in this 100 episodes, we have had some tough times here on the podcast as well. There have been a few months where I really just could not podcast at all. And, you know, when we moved to Sweden in 2019, which seems like when you say 2019, that sounds like eons ago, but it was only sort of a year and a half ago. 
And I found that, you know, we were living in this really nice big apartment, but I didn't actually have anywhere that was good to do the recordings where I wouldn't be disrupted. And the rooms were all really big and with tall, high ceilings, which was lovely, beautiful, but terrible for recording. A podcast was so echoey. And here in Japan, I have little, you know, I have a walk-in closet. I have a washitsu, which is also really good for recording. But yeah, in, in Sweden, I really struggled to find somewhere nice to record. Also, there was just seemed to be construction going on all the time. Somewhere in either my building or a neighboring building, there would be really, really bad construction. And I'm not talking just like sort of a vague banging sound, but like horrible drilling sounds throughout the day that was putting a real, um, yeah, it was creating real problems with trying to interview people or record my own podcast. So I had to just, in the end, I just had to just put it aside for a while. And then another fun thing happened was that in March last year, coronavirus came along and we were shipped back to Japan, which I'm sure you've heard about if you've been listening to any of the the episodes in this podcast so far. But the problem with that was not only did I have no privacy whatsoever in this tiny apartment we were living in, but they had also zero internet connection in this apartment either. And I don't know how they expected my husband to work from home, given that it was a the coronavirus with no internet connection. And so someone hadn't quite thought that one out by putting us there instead of in a hotel somewhere or something. So yeah, we had no internet and it was very tricky for us to even get a, a phone because we weren't living in Japan at that time. We were living in Sweden. So getting a phone with a wife, you know, mobile data and all of that wasn't really an option either for a while. It took us a while anyway. So yeah, no privacy, no internet. So I just had to give podcasting a rest. And I think I was definitely at a point where I I couldn't, I just didn't have any bandwidth for it. I was, yeah, doing my best just to stay sane during the day, keeping, trying to keep my kids busy while they had no school on for days and days and, yeah, weeks and weeks and months. It turned into six months they had no school. So, yeah, the podcast had to take a bit of a back seat then, but I never walked away from it completely. So I'm very glad that I didn't do that. And now, you know, now we've been through all of this and we've come out the other end. I'm back in Japan, back on the same time zone as many of my community and listeners. And podcasting feels very easy again, which is really nice because it did feel like it was more of a struggle in Sweden. And I think it was just the the geographic sort of location of it that was making me feel like I was really far away from my community and the time zones were different. And yeah, let's just say that the podcast did not enjoy being in Europe. <laughs> yeah, even if I did. Yeah, I certainly really, really enjoyed living in Sweden. But yeah, my podcast certainly did not enjoy living in Sweden so much. It was a bit of a struggle. But, you know, when we got back to Sweden last, what was it, last June? July and things settled down and the kids went back to school I finally managed to get back to it again and I just did you know these episodes with just me talking and we had a lot to talk I had a lot well I had a lot to talk about about what had just happened and all of those chances for learning 
that I had been through. And I hope that those episodes were useful to other people who were perhaps going something through, going through something at the same time. So now I would love to just give you some of my top five learnings from podcasting for 100 episodes. So these are things that either the podcast has taught me or things that I have learned just by, you know, in life during the time that I've been podcasting for these 100 episodes. So a bit of a mishmash, but I thought it would be nice just to sum up some of the, the things that have been yeah, really useful to learn or to know during these last three years. So here we go, my top five learnings for podcasting for 100 episodes. The first one is start in a way that you can go on. And by that, I mean, make it sustainable so that you don't give up. Because, yeah, you are in this for the long game. And particularly now where we are into month what is it 13 or or something of this coronavirus that has started that has started to affect our lives a lot more in march last year yeah living with this, this is the long game too so i think living or doing things with the long game in mind is definitely the way to do it and you will find it's much more sustainable and you're able to continue doing things so this is you know, with your health, with your work, with your family life, every aspect of your life can benefit from keeping this long game in mind. So yeah, start in a way that you can go on. And most importantly, don't give up. Even if you take a break, that is not considered giving up. And that is also, it's also okay to take a break. Yeah, but don't, don't give up. You can always pick it up and move forward with it later if you need to. So in order to keep podcasting doable, I decided that I would go for the minimum viable product. And another of my favorite phrases is hashtag imperfect action. So without these, there would still be no transformations with Jane podcast. We would definitely not be sitting here recording the 100th episode. It was just what I needed to get me going and keep me going when it was when it was fun and when it was not fun, when it was tough, when I was busy. But somehow I kept going just thinking, well, if it's not perfect, it doesn't matter as long as I get it out there. That's the main thing. So now that I've grown my muscles a little bit more in the area of podcasting, I'm actually enjoying the challenge of learning new skills in this area. So, for example, about how to edit more, how to create a better sounding audio and trying to train myself not to say, um, yeah, so, <laughs> so much. So, yeah, but just sitting in my closet with my iPhone at the start was the best I could do. And that was actually enough. And people listened to my podcast, even when it was just me in a closet with my iPhone. And now that I'm in my office with a real deal mic, perhaps a few more people are listening and I'm very grateful for that. 
but yeah, we still try to keep it, keep it real, keep it minimum viable product as much as possible, just so that we can keep going with all the other things that are happening around us. So that's my number one top learning. Start in the way that you can go on and make it sustainable for the long game. Number two, if you are doing something for yourself too, it makes it easier to keep going. So yeah, sometimes knowing that at least one person was listening to the podcast was what kept me going or this can also be with whatever you're doing. You know, if this helps one person, then you're more likely to to keep doing something, keep exercising, keep eating healthily, or you know, just living your life in a better way. Sometimes it's having that external thing that helps you to keep going. But also, I found that a big factor in in me keeping going with this podcast was definitely the, my own enjoyment of connecting with people and. The connection part was what I really needed because here in Fukushima, yeah, there's not that many foreigners and I'm a stay-at-home, well, I'm not a stay-at-home mother, but I'm a mother who works from home. So my, yeah, I don't often get a chance to meet other adults and speak in English with them. (laughs) I'm usually only talking to my children or my husband, which is in a mix of Japanese and English. And so, yeah, my podcast and having a chance to meet people online and talk to them and get to know them has been a real lifeline for me. And yeah, it has made the whole podcasting thing incredibly fun. And and, and another bonus of that is growing my network with all of these amazing women in Japan and in other countries as well, who are you know, who have either been a guest or who are a listener. So I'm, I just love getting to know my listeners as well as the people who come on the show. So that's number two. If you're doing something for yourself, make it easier. If you're doing something for yourself, it makes it easier to keep going. Number three, never estimate what effect your own actions can have on the world. Sorry, let me say that again. Never understand what effect your own actions can have on the world. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. So, yeah, even though this is not the biggest podcast in the world, by a long shot, it's not even a medium-sized podcast, I don't think. And by that, I mean the number of listeners there are listening to this podcast. I have been amazed over these last three years, time and time again, when someone has come out and said to me that when they heard me talking about something on my podcast, it inspired them to go and try something new or to start to even start jogging themselves or, you know, something that they'd never done before. I've heard people say that it made them feel more cheerful, that they felt less alone they felt part of a community. And someone even said that it was their preferred way to start the week. So yeah, you can never estimate what kind of reactions your actions in the world will create. It's going to be scary, but I think it's exciting too. And sometimes I like to challenge myself to take an action that is a little bit scary. And be completely 
unattached to the outcome. So as long as I do my part, whatever happens from this, that's great. So recently I saw this amazing job that I thought, wow, that is a real stretch for me, but I just really have to apply because if I don't, I know I'm going to regret it. So I actually applied for a job at a very famous company and it was it was a real stretch, like quite out of my league. And I got turned down. Yeah, like they did not take take long to say that I was not suited to the position. However, I feel like that getting the job was not necessarily the point of the <laughs> of what I was doing. It was to throw my hat in the ring and say, hey, I'm I'm interested in this area and working in this area. And who knows what is going to happen in the future. Maybe they'll say, oh, would you like to try this? Or we need help with that or, or something. Who knows? But just, yeah, doing something different, something I had not done for a long time, which was applying for a job. When was the last time I did that? I cannot even remember. That's the the kind of life I've been living for quite some time is just, yeah, not applying for jobs, but creating my own jobs. But doing doing that and going into that without any, yeah, any worry about whether I'd get it or not was really liberating. And I really enjoyed the experience of being turned down. <laughs> it's not often you can say that. So yeah, never underestimate what effect your actions can have on the world. That's my number three. All right, let's move on to a number four. Now, this was one of the titles of an episode not so long ago. It was from February 2020, so just over a year ago. And the title of the episode is What Beautiful Things Will You Speak Into Existence? And it's talking about this idea that we speak our lives into existence. I thoroughly believe in this, even though it sounds a bit woo-woo or wishy-washy. I have seen it also time and time again where I have spoken about something and being, you know, not worrying about when it's going to happen because that is not really up to you, but speaking about things that you would love to do or like to happen and then having these things happen in the future is, yeah, is really exciting. So something else that I have learned during this podcast, because I have a record of the things that I've said and I can go back and check. And when I go back and listen to myself talking about things and then I can see, wow, I said that and now look at, look at me now, look at what I'm doing, look at this. So it gives me the evidence that this is, is very powerful, yeah? So not everybody has that evidence to go back and check what they've been up to or what they've been saying for the last three years, but I do. I has, it's all on record here on this Transformations with Jane podcast. So, yeah, also on this podcast, I think I've helped some people to speak their lives into existence. And it's been a great privilege to hear some of my guests tell me about their future dreams and plans that they have. And sometimes they would say the most unexpected things that even they didn't realize until it came out of their mouth. 
So often we we don't know what we're thinking unless we give ourselves a chance to to talk freely. And I'm really glad that that has happened on the podcast. And, uh, you know, just last week, if you listen to the episode with me and, and Catherine talking, she she said she was thinking about creating an award for young lawyers. And so now that she's said that on my podcast, I have no doubt that it's going to happen in the future at some point, you know, maybe not next week or next year, but it's going to happen. We talked uh, about her creating a podcast two and a half years before that, and now it's happened. So that's just one, you know, very obvious example, but there are loads and loads more of of this thing happening. So yeah, it's been a great three years of learning the power of my words even more. So yeah, I'm looking forward to harnessing that power even more in the future. And I hope that you will use that, that power as well yourself and try it out and see what happens. Yeah. And great if you can record yourself somewhere saying it as well. So you have some evidence to go back to, especially if you like evidence like that. So that is uh, number four. Number five, the final one is Even when you think you're doing just okay or it's not really good enough, other people think it's great. They will even tell their friends about it and you will find that they don't notice any of the things that you think are wrong. Yeah, so cut yourself some slack and yeah, aim for 80% is generally enough. And because most people do not notice the last 20% of extra effort that you put in to make it perfect and shiny and, and pretty looking or whatever. This has really served me well, only doing things to about 80%. Because the last 20% is not actually noticeable. And Often we do that last 20% out of fear, fear of being judged, fear of being criticized. And, you know, you may be criticized. You may not have got it completely right. It's probably not in the way that you were thinking at all. So just do your best. Don't overdo it. Don't, you know, I see a lot of women, especially wanting to make things perfect, wanting to avoid being criticized or, um, you know, just really overdoing things, whether it's 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 work or bento boxes or whatever. Sometimes it's it, it's often not necessary. So yeah. <laughs> okay is can often be enough, completely enough. And let's save that really important effort for when it really does matter, when there's something really, really important. So that's my number five. So do things to 80%, it's generally more than enough. Yeah, I'd say it's more than enough, 80%. (laughs) Especially if you're a woman, your 80% is, yeah, definitely more than enough. All righty, so let's recap those ones quickly because I'm sure you've probably already forgotten. I know I already have. So let's go back to the first one. Is So number one is start in a way that you can go on, make it sustainable so you don't give up because you're in this for the long game. And when you're in things for the long game, you definitely get the rewards of being in it for the long game. I'm definitely seeing that now that I'm I'm hitting three years on this podcast, 100 episodes, that is really respected. And, you know, sometimes I was just holding on with one 
little fingernail <laughs> to not just walk away from the whole lot. But yeah, here we are and things are okay again. Number two, if you are doing something for yourself, it makes it easier to keep going. So yeah, find something for yourself and those things that you're doing, even if they're actually for other people. Number three, never underestimate what effect your actions can have on the world. So powerful. Number four, we speak our lives into existence. So be careful what you say is also is one thing, but think about what beautiful things will you speak into existence. And number five, 80% is generally enough. Nobody notices that last 20% of effort. Alrighty, so that is our 100th episode on the Transformations with Jane podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today and for coming along on this journey. In the next few weeks, I'm really excited to bring you some interviews with people who are not living in Tokyo. So there is quite an interesting group of, of women and even some men as well. Yes, there are men out there who don't live in Tokyo. And I would love to bring more stories about them and how they're living their lives where, you know, people may not speak English as much as they do in Tokyo, where things move slowly, where there are not the job opportunities that there are in Tokyo, where there are not many foreigners, other foreigners around you to turn to when you need you know, when you need to have a chat or go for a drink or, yeah, just let off some steam with someone from your own country or someone who speaks your language. So, yeah, I'm looking re really looking forward to, to bringing you those episodes in the near future. So please uh, like, share, subscribe, all of those things. Follow the podcast. Share it with your friends. Let them know. Uh, where we are over here on, on the Transformations with Jane podcast. And if you can think of even one person who would benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and ask them to follow along. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I'll see you again soon for episode 101. Bye-bye.